College Volleyball Weekly, The Beach Report, with Charlie Ekstrom of Stanford, Matt Fitzpatrick of Florida State, and Rob on the mic. Now here are your hosts with The Weekly Report. Hey, good day, everyone. I'm Rob Sparrow, and with me is Charlie Ekstrom of Stanford University, and we are in the inaugural 2022 season version of a College Volleyball Weekly Beach Edition, and I'm sure if Mads is here, she'd agree as well, but we are all so excited to have the pair on the screen um, from the powerful TCU, Texas Christian University, the Horn Frogs. Horns up, I think is the hashtag, I believe. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but we have um, Danny Alvarez and uh, Tanya Moreno, uh, not only collegiate beach superstars, but world superstars in the U19, U21, FIVB Beach Tour. Thanks for joining us today, ladies. Thanks for having us, go Frogs. <laughs> Thank you for inviting us. We're so, so, so happy to have you on here with us today. And Charlie, look at that, just the uh, ultimate uh, ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> I know I have to rep. I have to rep my Stanford just, just <laughs> to keep it even, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies. So my first question for you is um, your team last year finished 26 and 10 during the 2021 season, earned TCU's first ever appearance in the NCAA Collegiate Beach Championships. Uh, reflecting on that, your team's historic accomplishment, uh, what are your thoughts on that season? We'll start with you, Tanya. Okay, so for me, it was something new, and I bet that for Danny too, because with COVID, she wasn't able to finish her first season here at TCU. And when I signed with TCU, my main goal was just to play with her, but as months were going and going and competing I learned that I had something else to gain which was competing with a whole team with 20 person 20 people in the team so mm -hmm. like when we got that spot on the national championship I mean I think we expected but when we were there it was like okay what's next so we were not pre prepared for that next step but we were we were like really happy to like be there and competing in the nationals yep how about you danny what are your thoughts on last season i think i think like i've never been on a team before i played tennis before playing beach volleyball so i was never like an indoor player so i i came here without like any expectation and like waking up every day at 6 a.m and watching my team like with so much energy and everything made like progress and then when we all like reach a goal, it's like you reach a goal for your whole team. So like, it's completely different like of what I was used to do. So like, I don't know, I'm so happy to be here. That's excellent. Well, both of you played at that number one position uh, with each other, boasting a record of 26 and seven. Uh, I was gonna ask you, Danny, how you ended up with Maria. You got that one win in the number two position, but that's an amazing record at the number one spot. Um, and both of you ended up getting ABCA first team All-Americans, uh, also all CCSA first team and all CCSA freshman team. Um, what are your thoughts of your accomplishment as individuals and as a team, a pair last season? And we'll start with uh, you this time, Danny. I think we practice every day to like play our best. And like one thing we learned in the last year was like to have fun in the court. I think we had like, more fun than ever playing and I think like our teammates gave us that that like click in mm -hmm. terms of our game and like once you like do the war wood and like 
you practice and like you focus on like the important things, I think like the work gets like well and like you get this stuff. Yeah. How about you, Tanya? I just wanted to add something like we didn't care at all playing at ones or fives, like the ranking that didn't matter for us. So we just wanted to play like as a team with the other like teammates. And mm -hmm. yeah, like basically we try to enjoy every game and to try to do our best and basically, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, now coming out of that short 2020 season, uh, Tani, you'd mentioned a little bit about it, but um, going into this first, we'll say full season since the pandemic, what was your team's mindset going into the 2021 season? And uh, we'll, we'll start with you, Danny. Uh, it was our first season playing, like practicing together the whole year. We have been pra like playing international for a few years, but we've never got to practice the whole year together. Cause like I used to live with the national team in Lorca, but once I moved to the US, she came to Lorca. So we never got like to live together where the Spanish national team is. So like we were super excited to like get a practice the whole year and then to play. So like we knew that like if we were doing the things correct, like the result will come and like it was fun. So mm -hmm. yeah. Tanya, we've how about never, you? We've never practiced that much time together as a team. As Danny said, we were in the same place, but maybe with different partners or whatever. But I remember at one point of the season telling Danny, okay, I, I'm tired right now. Like competing so like, I think four or five games per weekend. I was like, this is new for me. I'm tired of competing, but it was also like fun. And I knew that it was like a big step in my sports career. So yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, well, we're gonna go to the non-collegiate stuff now. And uh, Charlie, I think that chime in here with the international stuff as well. So go for it, Charlie. Yeah, so you guys had just mentioned this, that you've both trained with the national team, that you've been partners internationally for a while um, and that you've kind of got that background. Um, so we kind of wanna know with the pandemic still creating challenges, what's it been like for international competition and for going home? What's it been like for you to guys to compete, to train, to travel in general? Like how have kind of the COVID challenges and just the challenges that the pandemic has brought on like affected your guys's international play? I think especially like try to avoid getting COVID. We had to like stop hanging out with some friends or with our like social groups because you knew that if you got COVID, you weren't you weren't going to be able to play. And I think that was kind of stressful sometimes because you were just in your bubble. And I don't know what else, like money. Yeah, summer, summer 2020, we were like all together with the national team in Lorca. We couldn't like go out of the place. Like we have like a residence with four courts and like a gym inside. So like we couldn't leave because like we could be close contact or something. And I feel like the part that more stressful is like you can travel to a place to compete and then you have to like quarantine for 24 hours. And then if you get a positive COVID result, like you're out of the tournament. And I feel like that was kind of stressful for like all the players all around. But also like the Spanish Federation helped us out like so much. We travel, we got to travel to like the European championships and like 
we're gonna travel to Brazil and like now Thailand. So like, there's no complaints. <laughs> good, good. Well, I'm gonna ask this question out of out of turn here for our friends over at College Beach Volleyball or at collegebeachvb.com. A certain contact of mine wanted me to ask this question. You've actually mentioned it in some of your responses, but um, where does the Spanish national team train and where are your, your homes, your residences in relation to that area? And we'll start with you, Tanya. Okay, I'm from Madrid, from the capital of Spain. And this place is in Murcia, in Lorca, in the Mediterranean coast. And well, yeah. yeah it's like <laughs> in a village, there's like, there's the residence with the court and like the gym. Then we had to like get a bus to go to high school. It was like 15 minutes drive. And yeah, it's just a place for beach yeah. volleyball. No social life, just beach volleyball, focus on the ball, on the sand, and on weights in the morning. Sounds like a tough life. <laughs> <laughs> you're surrounded with good people, so that yeah. makes it better. So, so you're, you're isolated then in a, in a, a beach volleyball-specific area? Kind of. I mean, <laughs> now with COVID, a little bit with like before COVID, we will go like to a normal high school yeah. with like other students. So like we will have a little bit of social life. <laughs> Just a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> um, well, so after the 2021 collegiate beach season, both of you had a really successful uh, run at the tournaments representing Spain. Um, can you share a little bit about your experience, what you've done from May 2021 after going to Gulf Shores? Uh, until now and we'll start with you Danny. We got to travel all straight from Gulf Shores to Bade in Austria. We play at the European Champs under 22. We lost at quarterfinals against Raisa. She just played at the Olympics and mm -hmm. Emmanuel. We've played against them like since we were super young so like it was a tough super young what's that like eight? No 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 like <laughs> four years ago? Yeah four <laughs> Oh, yeah. And then, I don't know, I got to play in Gastad for the first time mm -hmm. with Angela Lobato. It was such a fun tournament. It was my first four stars main draw. Mm -hmm. And we also played together in Ostrava. Wow. We lost 17-15 to go to the main draw. Against the Spanish <laughs> team, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and we both won our first, well, with different partners, our first like national event. Yeah. 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 It's like a qualifier for the national team for Spain. Is that right? No, it's like an AVP, but oh, like, okay. Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I play with Anna. She's also here in the beach volleyball team. Mm -hmm. uh, while she was playing with a different teammate, I was playing with her. Um, and we got a silver medal on the U20 European Championship. And I think that was the biggest thing. And then we played in the World Championships together too. Yeah. That's in Brazil. Yeah, and we went to Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> Big wins in Brazil too, but we'll definitely talk about that. Um, now you competed, uh, I think it's Tani, you competed at the U19 and U21, correct? Yeah. For the World Championships. And then uh, um, Danny was in the U19. Why did you get to play into the, the two divisions? Well, I think that because I was going to play with uh, Anna, the under 19, and as the under 21 was just right after, our coach didn't want us to 
change partners again and just keep working with that. And Anna was in, in Spain while Danny was here. So I had to make the decision of either staying here at TCU or going back to Spain. So last semester I went to Spain to practice just with her and we've been practicing for four months together. So that's why I played both tournaments with her. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Well, one mm -hmm. more question. We get Charlie back in here, but um, you've had fantastic results. It's pretty apparent um, during your, your travels and your competitions, but what has made you two particularly successful uh, here in the States from your international competition training and, and so forth? We'll start with you, Danny. I think, I think when I mentioned it before, I think like here, since we are in the States, we like have more fun in the car. I know this sounds like weird, but like having like a lot of teammates like cheering for you and everything that makes like the atmosphere different. And like you, you get to play that many matches that if you lose a point is not that important. You are already like thinking to do the best in the next point is, I don't know, it sounds, it's like different than like what I was used to play. So like <laughs> I think that made up are game better. I think so too. And also like the connection that we have, like as a team, we can like be for four months without practicing together and then go into the court and just play a tournament and like things go easily. I don't know, like just show up and yeah, like the connection and the... Yeah, we saw a team receive. <laughs> Four stars without practicing together since Ostrava, that it was like mm -hmm. six months before. And like, I don't know, when it's like we we haven't like, I don't know. It's like the complicity yeah. between us. <laughs> That's pretty crazy that you can just show up together and play that well. That's uh, so if you guys actually get a lot of practice time, that's gonna be scary for a lot of your opponents. <laughs> well, I'm gonna bring Charlie and we're talking, we're gonna ask about your fall training and uh, the 2022 season preparation tune-up. So Charlie, knock it out of the park here. Yeah, so you guys brought it up just there for a second about how fun it is like playing just with your team and being like in the States and kind of having that different side of collegiate beach volleyball. Like, first of all, same here, like even in juniors beach volleyball in like growing up in California, like I would say that I never had the experience that I did like when I first stepped on the college court and when I got to battle with the team, like there was just this like different level of fun. Um, so I like totally connected to that. I was like, oh my gosh, I know exactly what they're talking about. They're like trying to bring it to juniors beach volleyball in the U S now, but they never had it when I was like first playing. And so I think it's so cool. Like that was totally something that resonated with me too. Um, so then going into season and in false preseason training, what have you guys been doing in the off season with your TCU teammates to train? I saw we had seen that there was maybe like your Hermosa training block, but what kind of did your fall training look like and scrimmages? What was kind of your pattern? So Tanya was practicing in Spain last fall. So I was, I was here at TCU. <laughs> uh, we got to practice since like last week of August. Then we, we competed in Houston. I think we played LSU, HBU, and Corpus Christi. Mm -hmm. And then we played here at Fort Worth another scrimmage that it was Corpus Christi and HBU again, I'm pretty sure. Or did a 
coach? Uh, did he, did he mix up the lineup a little bit where you're partnering with other yeah. people? Yeah, we were playing like every game with like a different person. And it's not like, you know, like in a regular season, you play like five against five. Mm -hmm. It was like more like maybe in the core one was playing TCU one against Corpus Christi one. And then in the next core was playing LSU against Corpus Christi two. So like, yeah, it was like mixing around. And then we got to go the first week of January to Hermosa Beach. That's so cool. I, when COVID happened, I went with one of my teammates to Hermosa. I lived there for like two months and I love it there. Like coming back was like crazy. I've so, never been in California. So that was like really nice for me. Really cool. Oh, and that's you made it back in time for Hermosa Beach? Yeah. <laughs> of course. Good. <laughs> I love Hermosa too. I grew up about two hours south of there, but you actually, Danny, you lived with the Turners, correct? Yeah. Um, Lauren. So Luke, her brother is actually a Stanford men's volleyball player. So I remembered hearing about this from Luke. He was like, oh my gosh, Danny, she lived with us for two months. I love her. Like that's <laughs> literally what he said. The first thing that when he came. Yeah. Lauren and I were huge fans of Stanford men's volleyball. <laughs> Like we're watching every game, we're watching uh, it all the time. UC Irvine, you can come to UC Irvine anytime you want. <laughs> <laughs> Men's volleyball. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, there's my home plug right there. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> well, you know what I wanted to ask about your training block was being that you were in Hermosa Beach, there is, I mean, a hotbed of all the AVP pros training right there. Did you get to scrimmage against any of the pros practicing and training? We only played between each other, but like we saw like another like yeah, players playing you. like yeah, I think no well like I think there was like a graduate from KCU, but like we we didn't know her. But like mm -hmm. there was like people turning in the next course to us. Oh, you didn't want to challenge them? <laughs> <laughs> we were there for three days. Yeah. So <laughs> 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 I think you could have taken them. I'm pretty sure you've at least made a good run. So, <laughs> all right, Charlie, Team Outlook, that's you. Yeah. So, looking out on your guys' team, um, you guys have already added, the Horned Frogs have already added to an already strong roster. You guys already had quite a bit of depth, but you've now added transfers in Alexis Philippone and Sutton McTavish from Pepperdine, as well as Megan Uray from UCLA. And you've added Beach All-American from Tulane, Kaylee McHugh. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on the additions to your team? How do you like your transfers? I know that you kind of have almost a split of like new players to old players on your team. So what does that feel like and how are you guys enjoying it? First of all, they're so, so sweet and so nice. So like, it's so fun to have them on our team. I think like they bring a lot of like com competitiveness. Competitiveness, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it's so fun to like hang around like with them, like inside of outside of the court. I think like they all have something to bring to a team. And I think like that makes it like more powerful. Yeah, I'm still getting to know most of them because I said, as I said before, I had to stay in Spain. And I mean, there's such a positive atmosphere in the team that really catches my attention. And I think it's like something really good that we have for this season. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> 
Well, I get to ask the next one, which I'm, I'm, you know, really excited to ask just because I didn't, I looked at your full roster, I'm like, oh, wow. But in addition to these transfer students, TCU brings in a uh, freshman fellow Spanish national team member, Ana Vergara, who placed Ooh. ninth at the FIBB World Championships in the U19s and U21s with one of you on the screen there. Hello. <laughs> and uh, what are your thoughts on the addition of Anna coming in? I think she's still getting used to this American routine and the system. Uh, it's, the, as, I, as we said before, it's different. We had the same thing when we came here to see you. So she's just getting into the routine. And I know she's a really good player. I've played with her before. We got different medals in the international championships. And I know 100% that she will try her best to be one of the best newcomer players, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything to add there, Danny? Yeah, she's, I've been practicing with her since she got to Lorca. She's a really good player. She's like super, a super competitor. Competitive. Uh, yeah. Super, yeah. super competitive. <laughs> sorry, 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 lack of English. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I always gonna say this. I'm shocked about like how people can have like that much energy at 6 a.m. or at 5:45 here in America. Like, and yeah, we, I feel like all these Spaniards have to get used to that. <laughs> yeah. Do you do the siesta thing in the afternoon, taking the nap? To this? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Coach, I got to take a nap. I'll be back. <laughs> you guys, I have to say that that's not just uh, Spaniards getting used to, to the early morning wake-ups. I think that that's <laughs> unanimous. I think that there's a craziness to some people of getting up early and being able to grind at the 545 wake ups right away. But it's definitely something that you kind of have to grow into. Cause I know that when I first started doing it, that it was like, oh my gosh, it's ridiculously early. Why am I awake right now? And now, now, I mean, we don't do it very often at Stanford, but when we do slash when I do it at home, I'm like, all right, let's go now. If you would have asked me that six months ago or a year ago, I might not have been on the same page. <laughs> well, I have one more question about one of your other teammates and um, it's, you have a total of four Spaniards on the TCU team. Uh, the fourth one is, is it Luana Araco? Is that how you say your name? Mm -hmm. um, what is the connection between uh, the Horned Frogs and the, the wave of Spaniards coming in to, uh, is it a conquistadors again? No. <laughs> she was my roommate in Lorca. Okay. Yeah, she was my roommate in Lorca for two years. And once... I started here in 2019. Then I brought Tanya with me. Well, Esther brought both of us. And then, then more like people from Spain, Anna and Luana were looking for a college to come mm -hmm. to the States. And TCU, same thing happened, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you said that TCU is the only university to go to, right? That's That was the pitch that you made to her. That's yeah. what I said. <laughs> <laughs> to anybody yes Esther <laughs> <laughs> well one more question from me then we'll go back to Charlie but uh, recently uh, both of you defeated the number three seed in the last Brazil FIVB with a win against one of the most highly talented teams in the world how do you feel about your pair's performance with that momentum or you know with coming off that win going into the season does that give you an extra boost of confidence to be able to compete 
especially with the level of competition that's now inherent in collegiate beach volleyball in the U.S. And we'll start with you, Danny. No, she doesn't want to take a stab at it. <laughs> you can go first. Okay. <laughs> it was our first game of a four-stars FIVB event in the main draw. So it was our first pool game. And we knew that it was a really good team. All the Brazilians are good. And we just tried to have fun on the court. And then things just happened in this way. And we won. <laughs> And then we knew that we were in the next round because of winning that game. So super excited. <laughs> Danny, anything to add? Yeah, we 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 were preparing the match and we were like, okay, let's just play our game yeah. and see what's happening, like what happens. Like they're so good, like we don't have like pressure. And when we Tanya hit the ball, he touched it and it fell, we were like, no way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. End of the game and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Charlie, you're up. Yeah. Um, so going back off of that, like just having that level of competition, looking into the level of competition of this coming season, what are your guys' thoughts on what competition is gonna be like in the CCSA in this 2022 season? I think of course for the state, they have been winning the PPSA for like few years. So like they of course gonna be a, a tough competitor. Also, I know that we have been like a split our conference, right? Yeah. That's true. That's so, what that's what I had seen is that you guys had the conference split to the two separate like CCSA conferences. So then we we also have LSU, Kristen Nuss and Entering club, they're not there anymore. <laughs> yeah, I understand they've loaded up too, though. They've gotten big, bigger, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, 34 to 0, they went right. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. And then South Carolina and Tulane. Yeah. Yep. Uh, how, about, how about you, Tanya? Anything to add on that? I don't think so. I think that was it. <laughs> Well, there, there are definitely some new names, or not new names, but uh, teams that are getting really strong. Stetson, Georgia State, uh, FAU, FIU. We always got to look at these teams, and and you see them pretty regularly. It looks like, at least from what I can get from your schedule. So, but um, you know, Charlie had asked that you know you very mentioned some of the top teams, but who in your eyes are some of the top players to watch in the in, entire nation? Like, who if where are you guys? Like, oh my. We're looking at Charlie Ekstrom at Stanford. She's pretty darn good. Like, who are you guys watching across the nation? We'll start with you, uh, Tanya. Well, I think Tina Graudina uh, from Latvia. She's still playing at USC this year. So she will be like one. <laughs> and then maybe all the Europeans that we already know from other competitions that are playing this year here at, at the States like the connections that they could have with their teammates or how good their teams could be with them. And I don't know, from America, maybe. Uh, we have seen playing Maddie Anderson oh, yeah. with, with Nicole. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're so solid. I mean, they play like with its team, but they're so good. Also, Megan Craft, she just won gold at the U19. 
Lexi Denamour, Devon Newberry, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now, did one of you end up playing against uh, Maddie Anderson and uh, is it like Nicole Norris? Yeah, I did, but I think Maddie got injured, so she had to forfeit a game. And mm-hmm. it was my first game of the U21 championship. So it was like kind of sad for them, but yeah. Like, also, there is an Italian player in LMU. Oh. Yeah, yes. we, we play against her in our first European champs together, I think. Yeah. In 2017. And also, we play in Maya in China. Yeah. Maya Harvey. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> well, hey, Charlie, you have anything to a- ask of our two TCU stars? I think you guys covered pretty much all of my questions that I have for you. Thank you guys for coming. It's so fun. I do know that I peeked at our schedule and I get to actually meet up with you guys and maybe we'll get a selfie for the Viral Volley podcast when I co- when we come to TCU to play you guys. I think it's at the end of March or maybe middle March. It's sometime during, I think my, maybe like our spring break or maybe a little bit after then, but we actually are making the trip out to Texas this year. So we're so excited that we get to play against you guys. And I'm so excited to meet you guys in person. Me too. Thank you so much for having us. I don't want to one up you, Charlie, but I get to see them twice at UCLA Mapes Beach and they play at best or uh, east meets west in Manhattan Beach two or three days later. So I'm looking forward to meeting you both in person, not once, but twice. Jealous. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for Charlie Ekstrom, on our, I'd like to thank our guests, uh, Tanya Moreno and uh, Danny Alvarez of Texas Christian University or TCU Horn Frogs for our inaugural 2022 edition of College Volleyball Weekly Beach. Looking forward to seeing how you ladies do this year and crossing paths with everyone. And Mads, we're, we're missing you. We'll get you next time. Thanks, <laughs> yes. ladies. Thank, Thank you. you. Go Frogs. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Viral Volley Podcast podcast. Be sure to follow Rob at Rob on the Mic on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook or at RobOnTheMic.com. Check you next time.